This is the Outback Way podcast, proudly sponsored by our HEMA Guidebook and Atlas. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. This is some additional information about the Outback Way Outdoor Gallery located on the Plenty Highway on the Northern Territory side. The Outback Highway Development Council Incorporated wish to acknowledge the Eastern Aranda First Nations peoples as the traditional owners of the land the Outdoor Gallery is on today. We acknowledge all Elders past and present and emerging and thank you for your deeply valued support, participation and presence. This diverse exhibition showcases the artistic talent across the Outback Way from Laverton, West Australia, to Winton in Queensland. From photography, Indigenous art, sculptures, abstracts and landscapes, the billboards are all positioned on the majestic background of the East Macdonald Ranges in Central Australia. We wish to acknowledge the professional services and input of the following valued providers. Arm Sign, TK Harris Constructions, Poppy Sturk, SECA or SECA, and Shoe Bridges Transport. We'd just like to say how much we appreciate their valuable contribution towards realising this rather large scale, complex and involved project. We'd also like to thank the Department of Infrastructure, Planning and Logistics, in the Northern Territory for their support and guidance. We'd also like to acknowledge ARPA for guiding us around the appropriate locations. And we'd also like to acknowledge and thank Central Land Council for their valued advice and support for this project. If you're driving from the Queensland side up the Plenty Highway heading towards Alice Springs, the first billboard you would come across is by Noreen Petrick and a Tidjara artist called Plenty Highway Always Brings Me Home. On the other side of that billboard is a photograph of a sculpture by Amy Dennis called Trip Through the Desert Concertina Book. Billboard number 13 has artwork from the Willarara Creative, the Youth Arts Initiative at the Warburton community, one of the most remote Aboriginal communities in the country. On this billboard, you will see the image Pakulpa Nayanara by Deandra Silvano Ward, and also you will see a photograph by Angelica McLean called Kanka Kuchu, number one. The next billboard along the highway, billboard number 12, is at the turn-off of the Micah Road and Plenty Highway conjunction, which is the turn-off to the Atijara community. There we have both artworks by the artist Maria Ross, Bush Tucker Seeds, and Women Teaching the Young Generation About Bush Tucker, a beautifully colourful and intricate painting. At the Hearts Range, so going down the Plenty from the Atidra Micro Road intersection 
about five kilometres to Hearts Range, we have a grouping of billboards and you'll come across an artwork called Summer in the Central Desert by Bronwyn Payne, an Anguala artist. You'll also see In My Mother's Eyes, a photograph of a weaving in the landscape by the artist Peppy Joy Gilgan. Now, Peppy Joy is a New Zealand artist who was based in Kalgoorlie and won the Boulder Kalgoorlie Art Prize with this woven piece. Then you'll see an artwork by Helen Dennis, a Queensland-based artist titled Fairy Tree. You'll also see the artwork by Maureen Baker called My Grandfather's Country. Maureen comes from Waraguna up in northern Western Australia. You will then see Outback Cockies and Moon by the Bullia-based artist in Queensland and Britain. And coupled with that image is the Karen Stevens painting Nogorabu. At the Anguala Art Centre, we have one billboard, and on that billboard in the Anguala community is an artwork titled In My Country by Joy Turner. On the other side of that billboard is an artwork by Elizabeth Dixon called Ruby Saltbush in the Central Desert. Now back on the highway, a couple of kilometres prior to the turn off to the Delmore Downs Road, are two billboards, numbers three and four, and we have artwork on those structures. You'll see My Grandmother's Totem, a painting by Tracy Wongawal, who is based at Warburton, and you'll also see the 2020 Alanya Nanjajara Culture. Uh, it is a magazine cover that includes photography and graphic design in this image of their inaugural magazine. That is the um, Warburton Youth Arts-based creative initiative, Willowara Creative. Next to this, we have a painting titled Landscapes and Seasons from the Central Desert by Nikita Inkamala. And you will note when you see this that it has actually been divided into two, which was approved absolutely by the artist Nikita Inkamala. Uh, if you're interested in this painting or in poster prints of this painting, it is as a full painting in a portrait orientation. There is also a painting by the Anguala artist Mary Tildemouth called Life in the Central Desert. And then we come to billboards number one and two. And these are the last two uh, before you exit the door outback way outdoor gallery precinct off the Plenty Highway if you're headed into Alice Springs. If you are interested in being involved in the Outback Way outdoor gallery, um, there is a form. Please go to the website outbackway.gallery and from there you can contact us directly if you would like to express interest in somehow being a part of supporting the Outdoor Gallery. So my name is Amy Dennis. Um, I'm, you know, an artist that I, I split my time 
um, now that I'm recently married between Central Australia and the Central West of New South Wales um, between the two properties. When I was a little girl, I always wanted to be an artist. I thought that would be something to be that would be really cool, but I can't paint. I'm not a painter. <laughs> I don't see things that way. And I kind of thought that I could actually not be an artist because I can't paint a portrait or a landscape. Um, really what Central Australia taught me was that um, yeah. art comes in lots of different forms and you don't have to just be a painter to be an artist. There's lots of other ways to kind of do that. So I really found my, I guess, my niche and my passion um, in papermaking, but papermaking from grasses and the native grasses in Central Australia. So using spinifex and kangaroo grass and kerosene grass and um, all of the other native grasses to actually um, turn them into paper. Um, but I guess what um, I like most about that is because I'm working with a, a raw material and I'm working with the paper from its very beginnings, you can turn it into anything. It doesn't yeah. have to just end up a piece of paper. It can be so many things. So for me, that's jewellery and uh, wearable art and artworks and, um, you know, layering pulp and layering the grasses and, you know, then adding in the sketches and different things on top of that and the colours um, that happen naturally in the in the landscape. And um, that's one of the things too that's really quite amazing is the colour of the paper that we're making today is the colour that the landscape is today. So if it's dry, it's really creamy and golden. If we've had a little bit of rain, you get these greens and khakis and, um, you know, the, the seed gives it texture and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's always different and it's always changing um, and it's always doing that completely naturally. Um, we're just kind of giving that natural resource another way to express itself um, and tell a story. Um, so the inspiration behind it essentially was remembering home. So I um, spent three months in India on an artist in residence program over there, working with a with an art studio and a um, and a paper mill. And I was um, I needed to do an exhibition, and I was looking at essentially what I was looking at over there was how things were different between where I am from in Central Australia, where it's a long way from anything, to one of the most populated cities in India and the contrast between those. But what I actually found was in the differences, I found the similarities um, more than anything, and that's what my exhibition was about. So this piece of work um, particularly was essentially about remembering the landscape and how open it is and um, the colours in it and how um, you just, you move through it in such a fluid way um, and the landscape constantly moves and changes with you. And, um, you know, a lot of people travelling through um, the Central Australian landscape particularly don't actually know what they're looking for. So they they often kind of say, oh, it's so boring. How can you live here? Um, but there's actually so much detail and the landscape is so intricate and there's so yeah. much going on. But it's at such a small kind of micro level um, because it's such a big landscape with a big sky and a big horizon. They're expecting all of these big things, but they forget to look down. 
You know, there's the the tracks in the sand and all of the different little plants that come to life after, you know, a breath um, of rain or a cloud passes over um, and there's the promise of something and everything kind of comes to life. But, yeah, so many people travelling through forget that they actually need to look down at their feet rather than out and see what's happening. So, yeah, this artwork was about kind of that fluid movement through the landscape and actually being able to see some of that detail and looking down. Hello, my name's Helen Dennis. I'm an artist and volunteer arts worker from Chinchilla on the Western Downs, Queensland. My husband and I live on a um, small property outside of Chinchilla. We're both both retired now from farming. Um, we've lived here for over 40 years. We've raised our family here been farming and now as I said we're just retired. I came into art at a very late age when I retired from teaching at 56 I decided I wanted to do something else in my life so I used to do the big travel down to um, Toowoomba USQ the university there and um, did my arts degree for about three or four years. I then started, um, started trying to be serious about um, painting and have been through a lot of evolutions in the type of painting that I do. I'm now sort of moving on to artwork where our property becomes my inspiration for the work. Because it's such a, a unique property, it is um, probably one of the very few areas left in our our region that actually has um, some very small wetlands on it with the creek oh, running through and um, has quite a unique uh, environment. Plus also my husband's been involved a lot with land care over the years, so we've done a lot of improvements on the property from what had happened um, previously. The fairy tree artwork that um, is in the exhibition is in, inspired by a large gum tree that um, is on our creek, Branch Creek. When my kids were little, we used to go down quite a lot to the creek and they'd have a lot of um, fantasy play down there. And the, the roots of this big gum tree were so eroded away that uh, the kids used to call it their fairy tree where they'd imagine all the little creatures living. I took a photo of the fairy tree looking up through the, the dry creek bed and um, I used that as the inspiration for the artwork. The Branch Creek is also very significant because it's a part of the um, condomine catchment which then leads down to the, the Murray-Darling um, Basin. So it's, it's sort of like in, interesting to imagine that the water that falls down here on our property um, ends up all the way down at the, the bottom of South Australia. So with, um, with my artwork, I always like the artist, the, the, sorry, the viewer, to, um, to understand even though we're not a you know, tropical rainforest area or anything, we have our own beauty. We, um, our area is a savanna area um, on the Western Downs. Um, Ludwig Leichhardt, the explorer, when he came through, was absolutely amazed at the grasses that were growing here and he saw it as, you know, a fantastic grazing area. Little did he know that all of that grass was due to the, um, the burning traditions of the Indigenous people. So it is a natural savanna area um, interspaced with waterways. And these waterways had great significance to the Indigenous people because they were the trade tracks and as Indigenous food sources, plus they're also important for early European settlement. The settlement was always around the water. 
and so it goes on and leads in now into modern ag agriculture and and modern land care methods and um, also conservation of the waterways. So when um, a viewer looks at the the artwork, even though it's a dry bed, they've got to understand that um, our our waterways here are ephemeral and we have to look after them um, and we have to um, engage in revegetation of the waterways, water management and just to keep improving so that we can maintain the environment as it should be. Uh, g'day, my name's Anne Britton and I live at Goodwood Station which is just outside of Booyah in outback Queensland and with this photo of the corellas and the moon, I honestly think corellas are very noisy birds and considering these, these few are being very quiet and the fact of the matter that you can see this beautiful moon in the middle of the day, you could probably only see that in outback Queensland. So I think everybody needs to just have a little bit of the experience that this photo portrays the quietness of the outback and the amazing skies that we have, it's probably, you can probably only see it in outback Australia and once in a lifetime I think everybody should have the opportunity to experience it. So that's what that photo, this photo conveys or what I'd like it to convey. Um, the outback might be very harsh with its seasons but there's always beauty. There's beauty to be seen at any time of the year and we're so lucky to be able to live in Australia, let alone live in outback Australia as well. That's a really beautiful uh, juxtaposition having, you know, what is normally a very noisy bird, the corella, um, being, yeah. being very quiet and contemplative, yeah. you know, looking at, um, you know, the, a quiet full moon in the middle of the day. So you've got some really beautiful, um, you know, changes in meaning conveying that visually in that photograph. So, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and I didn't, yeah. yeah, didn't realise, you know, I didn't sort of quite put it together being able to see the full moon in the, in the middle of the day. That's, yeah, that's great. It is amazing to see it so, you know, like you can see it so clearly in the middle yeah. of the day. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't be able to do that in a city, see? No, not at all. And um, No. Possibly people in the city wouldn't even look up to notice. So, yes, the fact yes. that you've got all that space and quietness around you, and and you're able to look up and to and to look down yeah. at, the, at the small things on the on the ground, and and really really connect with them and really take notice. Yeah, and I'm hoping also with that message that maybe people that are travelling out here that they do stop to have a look at the little things. You know, they don't just drive past just to to stop you know you're out here this far just you might be driving along thinking oh my gosh this is just so boring what are we looking at rah 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 but there's so much to look at really so i'm karen stevens and i am a visual artist working from winton in um, remote queensland winton is located in the lake air basin channel country so um, it spreads between um, four areas Northern Territory, Queensland, New South Wales and South Australia. So um, I'm right in the inner regions where I live and work and um, I'm originally from Winton. Um, so I spend a lot of my time exploring 
the local landscapes here, which are absolutely incredibly um, mysterious and unique and very ancient um, because it was once an inland sea. And as I mentioned, um, it survives on the channel and the water systems. It's very beautiful. Um, I have two paintings on the Outback Way Outdoor Art Gallery, which I'm so, so excited to be a part of. Um, Naguraville is a favourite painting, and my subject is the Nagura Burr. And I think everyone's got a really good burr story if you've been out back or in the bush. Uh, these particular burrs are um, not native to Australia. They, they're introduced species. Um, and possibly they came over on ships in the 1800s, much like the jacaranda trees. Um, so they are a bit of an alien in landscape, but they're also very beautiful as well if you stop um, to have a very close-up look of the Nagura bird. And um, I have a, a second artwork on the Outback Way Outdoor Gallery, uh, Green Mullamullas. And the Mullamullas are my favourite flowers I love seeing how um, a landscape that's identified as being very hard is often very soft. Um, the flowers change colours, so the mullamullas have a number of different scientific names. That's what we call them where I come from. Um, so they can be green or pink. I love their textures, their patterns, and how the light can change them as, as well when you're travelling through the landscape. And quite often I'll stop and have a look at um, flowers or very interesting things within the landscape so if you're driving along in your car you'll be looking at the horizon you know the sky and the earth um, but for me as I mentioned you know I like to to stop and circle back and have a closer look at um, the beauty of the landscape around me. Naguraville is um, a contemporary landscape painting and it's painted with acrylic and oil on polyester and uh, I think the size of it is 56 by 65. Um, but when you look at the painting, it's an unknown size because it keeps expanding, um, which is what happens when I look at things of interest in the landscape. Green Mullamullas is a very small painting, so it's exciting to be able to see it on a billboard size. Um, it's actually um, very intimate. It's, um, I think it's about maybe 15 centimetres by about 23 from memory. And um, it's painted with uh, acrylic and ink onto handmade paper. Um, living living in Winton, uh, we don't have any art supply stores out here. So um, I started manufacturing my own surfaces in 2015. And um, yeah, so I make my own paper from ephemera from the environment and these built surfaces um, form the substrate for my painting. So it's very exciting to have one of my little surfaces as well as my painting enlarged onto one of the billboards on the Outback Way. Hello, I'm Joanne Taylor. I'm, I live in Barcaldon in central western Queensland. I'm in the arts industry, we pretty much in tiny little towns, you do absolutely everything. So you're an artist, but you're also a curator. You drive the art bus to Blackpool. But you just do absolutely everything in the art community when you're out here because there isn't um, there isn't the whole structure of the art community that you're doing. So you're basically working in everything. But as an artist, when I get back to doing those sort of things, it's um, I love 
paper pulp sculpture, and I love sculpture. It's probably my main form of art. I also do a lot of um, cut laid work art that I work on, but and a lot of my art is very um, colourful and bright and around what we sort of do in the Central West and around our lifestyle out there. Um, the art that I've got on display here is the um, is sun harness, and it's around all the solar farms that were cropping up around the area and plus all the solar panels that we've got on the roof so it was around that whole like solar is like is now um driving and powering all our homes within queensland and that so it's a whole take on that so it's that um so the actual solar panels themselves are actually the sun so they're actually sun shapes and there's multiple layers of them that are going on within the artworks and then there's little queenslander houses down the bottom that are sort of cut out artwork that you can see through and see into and everything. So it's that whole, um, yeah, solar um, powering our um, outback homes and probably all the Queensland homes. Mm. So the inspiration of the artwork was basically around all the solar farms, so increasing all that solar harness of the sun and what's going on in the Central West and the multitudes of sun and how that connects absolutely everybody across our whole land. Thank you for tuning in to the Outback Way podcast. The show notes will be on our website at outbackway.org.au. If you are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review. And if you're really enjoying our podcast, you may like to become a contributor through our Outback Way store. For $5, you can help with the production of our podcast. Please stay in touch. We'd really love to hear your stories. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Outback Way One. And finally, thanks to Perk Digital for producing our podcast, making your journey through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut easier. Please travel safely. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au. And if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.